The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let brb homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome along to episode two of Big News Coming Soon with Alan Clark and Karen O'Malley. A big shout out to uh, all our listeners last week. We had an overwhelming response. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thanks to both of you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Mammy Clark and Mammy O'Malley. We really appreciate that. And we're sorry we let you down. <laughs> We'll try to be better (laughs) On a serious note No, Thanks a million to everyone Who took the time to listen to Our introduction last week And for sticking around For the second episode Hope you enjoy it now We're looking forward to having A bit more crack this week How was your week? My week wasn't too bad So when I was coming in today I noticed um, A. Your car is very dirty And B. There's a bit of writing On the back of it (gasps) Um, That's the law (laughs) And that's a fact Do you want to tell us about that Alan? I totally forgot about that. A fella wrote, that's the law and that's the fact, on the back of my car, on the bumper. Because of my, your little... My car wouldn't be that dirty normally. And when I came out of work last night, that was on it. Yeah, because of my little run-in with uh, Richard Grogan last week or the week before. That was some crack. You Oh man, that was squeaky bum time. I'd say you were absolutely bricking it when you got the message off him. Oh, do you know, right, this, this, the story with this, I'd done this uh, Instagram reel pretending to be a solicitor. And a lot of people took it up that I was pretending to be Richard Grogan, the TikTok famous. I don't know how they got that idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if they, if they decided there were similarities, that was on them, not me, Your Honour. 
Now, I'm getting a lot of DMs this morning, people afraid to go back to the office after Christmas, but not because of COVID. They're afraid the office busybody is going to ask them, what did you get up to over the Christmas? Now, whether you had a party with two or 200 people, it's none of their business. It was foolish, but it's none of their business. Now, that falls under the None of Your Business at Work Act 1994, so just don't answer the question. That's the law, and that's a fact. We were in Casabar and I was recording a video and this text came up on my phone. Alan, call me ASAP from my boss. And I didn't think anything of it because I'd get that normally enough. Yeah. The world of radio, things happen and people go sick and people whatever. And you need to be called in at a minute's notice. And then I get another one, the exact same wording from my solicitor. Alan, call me ASAP. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? I thought I said something on the radio that I shouldn't have said. I thought I was in big, big bother. Then I go into my Instagram page and I have a DM from Richard Grogan saying, Hi, Alan, Richard here. You might give me a call on 087. So just, just a thought, you got a message from your boss. Yeah. A message from your solicitor. Yeah. So then you decide to check your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you must have been really worried there. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. so yeah, you sent me the screenshot of telling me that you got a message from him and going, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. Like so it was, it, it could have gone either way. So who would you ring first? <laughs> <laughs> who would you ring first? Your boss, your solicitor or Richard Grogan? you keep Grogan? your job or stay out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> so I rang my solicitor first and I said, how are things? What's the crack? And he said, uh, one of the girls in the office was watching your video and you just said that you're a solicitor on TikTok and I said well did I did I say I'm a solicitor he said yeah it's written across the top of your screen I'm a friendly solicitor <laughs> and I said well it, you know potato potato and he was like look I'm just telling you that the word solicitor our barrister they're restricted words you can't use them and you can't pretend you're a solicitor you just can't do it so I said right okay you, thanks for the minus crack update how much and do I owe you is there other words that are restricted on social media like who takes TikTok seriously for a start and secondly solicitors and barristers <laughs> people that are no crack yeah <laughs> <laughs> but how are them two words that doesn't I don't know. they're restricted words this is all I know I didn't look into it in too much detail because I was white in the face at this stage uh, he said you can use the word lawyer the word lawyer isn't a restricted word in Ireland. So he said, look, Alan, just, just take it down and put it up again, but take out the thing. Solicitor. So I said, right, OK, grand. Thanks for the heads up. So second phone call, boss or Richard Grogan? Boss. Nope, Richard Grogan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, you're Richard. What's the crack? It's Alan Clark. And he really seriously said, Alan, can I call you back in a minute? Which made it 10 times worse. I was like, oh, no. All right, sound. Thanks, Richard. Any, oh, okay, grand. <laughs> so then I rang the boss and I said, uh, hello, how are you? And he just, it was just literally somebody's gone sick. Can you come in as soon as you can? I was like, is that it? And he's like, yeah. Oh, sound, I'm on the way over. <laughs> so I sent you the screenshot. Yeah. And then I was literally sitting outside a coffee shop in Castle Bar, sweating. <laughs> and I was thinking, and I was watching it and I was saying to you, do you think that's bad? Because last, yeah. in last week's episode, we were talking about bringing things up to the line, but we don't cross the line. We try yeah. not to cross try the line. Not. And, you know, because there's no crack in insulting people either. See, that's it. And you had sent it to me originally. And I was like, he couldn't take offence to that because you haven't, you haven't used any derogatory words. It was busybody, but it wasn't anything yeah. that, you know, so I was there, that's safe. And then I was looking at it as it was going up and I was flying. The number, like people were loving it. I was yeah. getting sent it. You know, I was thinking, this is brilliant. And then <clears throat> he is good crack. He comes across yeah. well. So I was like, he can't be that thick. 
Mm. But why is he getting in touch? So he rang me back then and he just said, uh, yeah, I just saw your video there or whatever. And he said, you know, you said you're a solicitor. And I said, I know, I know. I said, I know all the crack. I'm about to take it down. And uh, he said, uh, it's just, you know, the fact that you tagged me in it as well. And I said, no, I didn't tag you in it, Richard. And uh, he said, oh, did you not? I'm getting a load of notifications. But what was happening? Everyone was tagging him in it. Why would you tag him like? So he was getting like hundreds of tags. Ha ha ha, Richard Grogan. Ha ha ha, Richard Grogan in my video. And I I didn't even say I was him, but it was just because I said, that's the law and that's a fact. At the start of the conversation, he he seemed a little bit stern. Like, you know, he was he was very much in solicitor mode at the start. Yeah. Hello, Richard Grogan here, and I just saw your video. But I think after two or three minutes of talking to me, I think he realised, this lad now, there's no real harm in him. He's a bit of crack. Yeah. And then I was on the phone to him for half an hour. <laughs> half an hour on the phone to a solicitor. Well, you were supposed to be into work, going into work. And I thought I was going to get a bill at the end of this. <laughs> I was like, how much does this... So I ended up having an an unreal conversation with him about his rise to fame on social media. And he's just such a lovely fella. Because he has over 60,000 followers now or something. He had 60,000... Whatever day I spoke to him, he had 10,000 the next day. So if he had 60,000 on Monday, he had 70,000 on Tuesday. That's how quick they were going up. He is excellent, though. He is class. And he was a lovely fella. And uh, I asked him then to come on the radio... Uh, one of the mornings with us and he said oh I'd love that you know and, and I said do you mind me asking Richard were you offended by the video I said because if you were I'll take it down I said what I'm going to do is I'm going to repost the video and take out the word solicitor but are you offended by it because if you are then I won't and he said no to be honest with you there's a lot of people taking the mickey and there are some offensive videos out there but he said no he said you were just having the crack and he said I'd like to reshare it but I can't because of the word solicitor and in fairness to him when I reshared the video without the word solicitor he did reshare it yeah yeah because you had messaged me then and you had two notifications from him and you thought you were in trouble again and I had looked at his story and he had shared it and tagged you and I was like no no you're sound here you're sound. <laughs> I had another DM then I was just finished football and I got into the car and it goes two DMs from Richard Grogan and I was like oh, I can't bring myself to open <laughs> yeah. I, I can't bring myself to open them I just can't but that was that's the you know and, and that's the good thing about Instagram you're making these connections these are the good stories that you don't hear as well like a half an hour phone call with Richard Grogan uh, just having the crack with him yeah, that was just such a really good experience but isn't it an amazing way to get in touch with people like I've met so many mates through social media yeah. because you'd never got in touch with them otherwise but you know you have so much stuff in common with them because you see their life and what they're doing you're like geez, yeah I'd get on with this person and then you meet them at events or different stuff and you know and then you find out they're a common. total dickhead yeah well <laughs> <laughs> and then you start a podcast with them <laughs> No, but it is, it is. And it's like, it's very hard to make friends as an adult. That's a weird one, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. But Instagram opens up that door for you. And it feels like everyone, you know the person. It's so weird. I suppose you get it with radio a lot as well. You know, you'd hear people talking about their lives and different stuff and you feel like you know that disc jockey. Whereas now, it's through Instagram and you're like, oh, how was your holiday? And it's like your first time meeting the person. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it is. It's... It's a brilliant way of bringing people together, and I suppose again, it's it's shared experiences and, and interests and things like that. Because I remember that you say uh, Facebook makes you dislike people you do know, and Twitter makes you like people you don't know. All right. I think that's changed a bit in the last few years because Twitter's just a cesspool, but it's still my <laughs> favourite one, <laughs> and everyone just gives out all of the time. But uh, I do find that though people do come up to you like lately. Not that many people come up to me, but when people do come up to you and they say hello. They're looking at you as if as if you know them. 
Yeah. And they're like, hi, Alan, how's it going? And you're like, hello. Yeah, that's the one I'm... When people say hello to you, and you're like, do they know me from... You know, where do they know me from? I remember one time a girl came up to me before and she knew me and I was like, oh, do you know, probably social media, whatever. And she's like, you haven't been in the Chinese in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was full sure us through Instagram or something. And she worked in the Chinese. Is everything all right? You haven't been into us in a, in a few weeks. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah. Speaking of Chineses, my local Chinese is after introducing cash only. So before the pandemic, they were cash only in that sound. Yeah. During the pandemic, obviously they had to bend and then they were card and cash. Yeah. And they weren't very happy about it. Every time you took your card out here, they would like look down at you and go, oh, here's another card. And now they're after putting a big sign up last Friday night saying cash only from the 16th of January. That's very unusual nowadays. Like A, who carries cash and B, well. I'd just like to debate this for a minute because... I'm really... I, I don't carry cash. No. You just don't. No. You just don't carry cash anymore. So now you have to go to the ATM machine and take out cash and then it's go like, to your Chinese. Yeah, it's like a barrier to sales. You know, like, right, I'm starving, I'm going to get a Chinese now. And if you're debating between two places, you're like, I'd have to go out. The whole thing about it, getting a takeaway is that it's convenient. Yeah. But if you have to put an extra step into it, it's like, you know, you'd often be on a website and then you have to sign into this thing and you, you have something almost bought. It's in the basket, you're about to buy it and you have to go through another page and like forget about it yeah like they should be making it easier now there's obvious reasons why they're not why they want to do cash only but and I was actually looking at a mobile phone in another place in the same town and the mobile phone was like 570 euros or something like that and I said uh, you know I'd I'd like to get this phone and she says uh, we're cash only (laughs) who has 570 (laughs) euros in their pocket like everyone has them small wallets these days no one is carrying that around that's a true story because you know when you're a social media manager you can only have so many Instagram accounts on your so you need a second phone there's no two ways about it and sometimes you need a third phone and I had to get a second phone so I couldn't buy one there because they wouldn't take card that's crazy they just expected you to have 600 euros in your pocket and say oh yeah here (laughs) (laughs) 500 for cash like I I was at a mart (laughs) (laughs) I just want to use my card and buy the phone I'm not trying to buy a fucking herd of but sheep it, now especially with Covid and everything it feels dirty you nearly feel bad handing cash to people they're yeah. like looking at you taking it but yeah no card is just and it's so interesting as well because when I was working in pubs and there was you know Guinness was going up to four euro or over four euro like people had hand you a fiver for a pint and when it had gone to five ten they have their hand back out hand out waiting for change and you're like well you owe me money so like everyone was so price conscious back then whereas now you're buying around and you're just tapping you don't have a clue how much things are how much is a pint now it's well it suppose depends where you buy it country versus town but I bought a pint the other night and went up to pay for it and it was 6.30 for one pint 6.30 like I nearly had a heart attack. And was that like a... It was. Like, or not, not no, no, it was nice. It was Moretti. What's the word? Which wouldn't be overly fancy. It's a good point, but... Moretti? Yeah. What is that like an Italian beer or something? Yeah, yeah, it's a lager. Like, and it, you know, it's nothing to do with the minimum price and you thing that came in there a while back, but 6.30 for a pint. And like, was it actually a pint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was in a nice glass as well. Do they come in these fancy glasses? Yeah. But it is a pint. Yes. Right. Six thirty. So. Yeah, for one pint. And like you're not going old, but like, you know, it was under a fiver while going. Peroni mm. was always a bit dearer. But I just bring me back to Bunny Conlon. <laughs> I don't think they have Peroni in Bunny Conlon, do they? <laughs> <laughs> and 
they definitely don't have that other stuff. What's that stuff you were drinking? Moretti. Moretti. Is that is that a well known brand? It's getting there, yeah. It'll be popular enough these days now. Right. Mainly because of the glass, I'd say. Okay. So last week we were talking about the whole Galway player thing and I was asking you, is it difficult or was it difficult to meet people when you were the Galway player and did people have a problem with it? And then it led on to a conversation that you had been to a matchmaker. I had. Well, tell us about that. So how does that come about? Where do you, do you, like, is this at the back of the buy and sell or where do you find them? Where? Ireland's own. Ireland's own. <laughs> <laughs> No, I suppose I was single for a, a, a fairly long time and I was just, um, you know, you want to meet someone and for some reason the dating apps don't work that well for me. I think it's because of my face. <laughs> so I said, you know, you're meeting different girls and different, you know, I was going nowhere and I said, look, we might as well. An ad came up and I had heard of this girl. She'd ran this uh, table of six thing and a few people had messaged me about it saying, can you get me T- seat for it and can you get me into it and I never heard of it and then I looked it up so I was familiar with this lady and then an ad came up and I was What's like What's table of six? So basically this girl set up a thing where it's you would pay to go to table of six so it could be in a restaurant in Galway you turn up there's two other lads and three girls so six of you are sitting around a dinner table or table having dinner together So there's two lads and three girls No there's two other lads so there's three guys and three girls Oh I was going to say yeah. one of the, somebody's getting a raw <laughs> deal here this is a terrible idea <laughs> Do you want to go home feeling like shit? (laughs) That'll be table of five, Alan. (laughs) So yeah, table of six. So it's a great idea. It sells out in an instant, apparently. And uh, so that girl was actually, she was so nice. And so you do this initial meeting with her. And, you know, I went, she asked you all these questions. You're, you know, what you're working at and what you're looking for. And she's really kind of matter of fact, not blunt, but she's, you know, there's no nonsense with her. She's not plump. Blunt. Oh, blunt. Blunt. Sorry. <laughs> so there's no nonsense with her. And she was like, at the end, have you any hobbies? <laughs> and I says, yeah, I love playing soccer. Oh, great. No problem. Drinking. Anything else? <laughs> I love drinking and fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are we saying? Drinking, fighting and riding. I can't understand why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, anything else? And I says, oh, I do have a small bit of blogging. I write a blog. And says, oh, great. What's it called? And I says, um, it's, it's the Galway Player. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> she goes, I have over 5,000 girls signed up. There might be one that would date you. Oh, she, she was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, the, so I don't understand why going on the radio giving out about women would make me unappealing. But no, it was... Uh, she must have thought challenge accepted here. She did. I'm really going to see now if I'm a matchmaker or not. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if, if I can find this guy a date... Yeah. I can find anyone a date. But like, yeah, so anyways, uh, I, yeah, obviously she didn't have anyone at the time. But then it was about a year later and she rang me, she goes, are you still single? I says, yes. And she so goes, what's the process? What do you need to do? So how, where, so you want, it's Love HQ is her Instagram. Well, what do you, Facebook. do you have to fill out a form? No, I go what? and meet her. Right, so you and meet she, her. she says, okay, I have girls for you or I don't have girls for you. Just from your hobbies? No, no, for me, she spends an hour talking to you and she asks all about your life. Right. You know, what you do. Uh, and did she take any, like, measurements or anything? <laughs> no. No, not taking it out in the middle of the... <laughs> I was on about... On That's about, disgusting, Alan. Sizes and everything, okay? I was on about your height. Oh, right. No. No, your height doesn't come into it. Not, no, height doesn't come into dating that much at all. Would you stop? That's the most <laughs> common question I'm asked on Instagram. What? Is what height are you? You and know, la- whenever I'm doing these, these Q&As, yeah. I'd say, 
the majority of people uh, ask what height do you I suppose you look taller on the phone alright <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that night we were in fifteen twenty in Galway do you remember that girl came over asking for a, a photo oh, yeah. with, <laughs> with me and Stuart Boyles and she said oh we saw you in Super Value one day and my mum said you look taller on Instagram <laughs> I was like, yeah, take the photo. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I didn't no, say that. You were lovely. You were yeah, lovely. She no, was very excited. <laughs> she was a lovely. was finest. Your mom and Alan Clark together. <laughs> and couldn't wait to tell her mother. Right. So she doesn't take uh, measurements. She, she meets you. She knows what you're like. So in an hour. Ah, yeah. Right. Okay. You spent an hour asking someone questions. You'd have a fair idea what they're like. All right. Go on. And then. If you want to proceed, so you pay for that meeting and then you pay to go on a minimum of three dates. Is it much? It's, I, I don't think I'll say the price, but right. it's, it's, I won't say it's sizable, but... Is it like a week's wages? If we got to that, yeah. Jesus. Right, go on. But the, the thing about it is, A, you know, you could go out on a date and spend 150, 200 euro. Yeah. And like, if you do that a lot... That's like if you, if you're, if you pay the bill. Yes. Yeah, but sure, who does that these days? <laughs> no? <laughs> Could anyone text in if they've been on a date with Alan? <laughs> <laughs> Has he paid for it? <laughs> DM me, Karen O'Malley 81. <laughs> or is he a tight Sponsored lunch. <laughs> come here. I come in, I'll put you on Instagram, give us two free dinners. <laughs> I start tagging the business frantically on a date. Mmm, lovely food here in House of Plates. But that happened to me actually one night in, uh, I was on a date in the Cotton Cobble in Balna. And Mary's a really, really good friend of mine. So she was like, oh no, the dinner's on us, hope you're enjoying it. So the girl came back from the toilet and I'm in the middle of taking pictures of the food. And she's like, what the hell are you at? And I'm like, oh, we have to tag it on Instagram because they're getting it for free. She's like, so yeah, first date that didn't. Sorry, no, we keep getting sidetracked, right? So your one has had the conversation with with you for the hour. Then you pay your sizable fee, and she heads if, off then and tries to find. No, no. So you pay to meet her first of all, right? Right, and then she'll have a conversation with you after. She'll listen. I think I have a few people that might suit you, or she'll go. I don't have anyone at the moment. So she's very genuine. So it was like <laughs> it was like an, a year before she actually came back to me. A year. Yeah, because I'm that challenging. A year. Yeah. Who has that kind of time to be waiting around? An My biological life. clock is She could be gone. married twice in a year. Well, you could. And she still has your money? No. She only has the initial one. That's, and then, mo- that's money. Yeah, right. That is. But it's, it's like paying for any service. And then you go and then she says, right, I'm going to set you up on three dates. Are you still single? Do you want to do this? A year later. Well, that was a year for me. For for the next for you, it could be the next day. Like I doubt it. I doubt it. But for other people, it would be a lot quicker. Right. And I suppose she was kind of starting out then. But what I liked about it was the fact that she's not just going to send you on three dates in three weeks and go, okay, there, I got your dates. Not my fault. You're an idiot. Yeah. I want to go out with you again. Okay. So she's actually. So you go on three dates. She guarantees you three dates, but. Like she genuinely, all the people she got me, I could really see and they were well matched. It didn't actually work out with any of them. Okay. But that was my fault, not theirs. Why though? I would, like the first girl, she was like stunning, but she um, knew who I was. <laughs> she came in and she knew of the goal player and stuff and she just said there wasn't a connection or whatever. So it was a blind date. She didn't know it was the goal player no, she was meeting. No. And then she walked Kieran in O'Malley, and then she went, oh. player is in the park. <laughs> yeah, it's Kieran yeah. O'Malley. So I stuck there with a coffee with this... Luther. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, 
That sounds like a nightmare for her. Because <laughs> <laughs> the stunner. So she paid money to go on a date with Karen O'Malley. <laughs> wow. And she, uh, she, she already knew him. So she uh, got a no, but she only knew me from Instagram. She didn't know me really. Well, so like, so, <laughs> but the dating expert. See, I'm a, a particular case, and you would be too now. But like, the dating expert just tells you, gives you the name, oh. where you're meeting, and the mobile number. And then she rings both of you afterwards, which I, is great. I'm laughing because that would be my worst nightmare, right? Going on a blind date with somebody and they walk in and they go, oh, Jesus. Oh, that's happened to me. That Literally, is my gone. worst nightmare. I've, and it would happen. Like oh, it, it has happened to me. Yeah. A very good friend of mine. This lovely girl. She's so nice. She's this and she's that. So um, we'll set you up. And I was like, no problem at all. So it was outside. It was the time you could only drink outside. And I was sitting outside great seat and uh, this girl turns up and oh hey how are you and she goes oh it's you stop it I was like what and she goes Dick has set us up and I go oh right I knew this girl yeah but the girl that set us up didn't know we knew each other even though she should have right so and she was disgusted she she was kind of she had been told it was this nice fella I, I don't know it was just it was a very weird dynamic because it nearly was like, well, we know each other. This isn't going to be a date straight away. And then we had just a lovely conversation for over an hour. Right. Anyway, like we had a lovely chat, but it was, it nearly wasn't a date straight right. away. Right. So it was kind of, yeah, but it was her initial reaction. And did you shift her? No. There was no shifting? No, she was a lady. With standards. <laughs> that happens a lot. God damn those standards. But um, so anyways, the, the matchmaker, she so come here. How did you pull that around though? It was she she lands there and she goes. Oh well, see, oh, we God. still knew each other. As it, were you it was, embarrassed? <laughs> like I'd start sweating instantly. Like my armpits would just go. Well, I'd be like, oh Jesus, get me out of here. No, it was like I should just have a drink anyways, and I don't know. I didn't overthink it. Right. And I suppose you never get your hopes up. Like I'm 40 now, so I have a girlfriend at the moment. But I was trying to meet someone and, you know, the friend said, would you would you let me set you up? And I was like, sure, what's the worst that could happen? I've been on, you know, yeah. you go on dates and it could have been the one. It wasn't. These things happen. But yeah, it was it was funny. It was just her initial reaction. It was like, oh, it's you. Her dis- like, because that poor girl probably spent two hours getting ready. Yeah. Delighted with life to be heading yeah. on a date. I had this really good friend who's a really nice person saying probably nice things about me. She, You're going to meet this really she, lovely yeah, guy. She'd lie for me like that. He's a hard worker. Yeah. He's grounded. He has good fashion sense. He minds himself. He has a highlight on his page called grooming. And you're going to really get on with him. And then she lands. And it's me. And it's Kieran O'Malley who she knows. Yeah. And she didn't really want to go on a date with. Yeah. You see, I'd... I'd I was hoping there'd be a bit of a challenge there where you'd swing her around and fall in love with her and get married. And that'd be a great story to tell the grandkids. Your grandmother came in and she saw me and she went, oh no. And now we're married. Yeah. And she still hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know if we're ever going to get married. What's the worst date you've been on? Oh, have we got to the end of the matchmaking story? (laughs) Have we? No, not yet, but I'd like to hear I'm burying my soul here a lot, so we need to equalise. <laughs> we get, get to the end of the matchmaking story and then I'll tell you the worst date I was on. Give me a minute to think about it. Okay. We're nearly there. So anyway, yeah, basically the first girl, so you you both meet up and I just knew that she wasn't into me. So then the matchmaker rings you both on the Monday and she said, oh, I thought you were a lovely guy and stuff, but 
didn't work out. Compliment sandwich. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is totally fine. But uh, as I say, I could see why she was, you know, based in Galway. She was, you know, we had similar interests and she, that girl just wasn't feeling it. But so what I'm saying is you meet the matchmaker. Yeah. Takes your details and then she goes, okay, I have people for you now. So they were spread out over, it was probably over four or five months again from that initial date. <laughs> But like she's not just sending you on dates for the sake of it, which I know. is the good thing about I know. it. The next girl then, absolutely fabulous, was obsessed with you. What? <laughs> Every time I met her, now she told me. She, Are you making this up uh, now? Genuinely, and she was always. She wasn't on any social media. She didn't have WhatsApp. She didn't have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Hang anything. on. Yes, we, we need to clarify this. I did not know this coming into this podcast. <laughs> this is the truth. And look, it, it wasn't an issue. Oh but every single God. time I met her, she'd be like, do you see Alan's new video? And I was like, <laughs> how did you see it? Because apparently you don't know anything about what I'm doing. And she'd see every, it was so funny. Every time I met you'd be the first thing she'd talk about. <laughs> the nicest girl going, it just didn't work out. But it was hilarious because I was like, this one is telling me she isn't on any social media <laughs> whatsoever, which I thought was really cool and, you know, to be good. Yet every single time you farted on Instagram, <laughs> she was telling me about it. And I was like, what's going on here with this? <laughs> so that was a funny one. And yeah. we're like, we'd be like chalk and cheese now, really, to be fair. In some ways, yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> her on a date with you, but talking about me would be quite strange. So I, how did that work out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, she hot? Yes. And have you her number? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is she still single? I haven't talked to her in a while, uh, but I'll find out. She'd be like that one from Wedding Crashers. Don't ever leave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever leave me, because I'll find you. <laughs> well, she'll one hundred be listening to this. So no, she's an absolute lady. Oh, you stop. could not be nicer. <laughs> So do you pay per date or you pay for the three dates? You pay for the three dates. Right, okay. I love this story. It's so good. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the last girl, again, absolutely class. We had a lot in common, but just didn't work out. And it, it's so... But see, the reason that I had no issue paying that money was, as I was saying, you could spend a load on dates where you know that these girls at least are looking to meet someone. Because yeah. you know you could match someone on Tinder or whatever and there isn't the same kind of commitment or it's not I, I found it wasn't as serious Yeah. whereas at least with this you know going into it that they've given it a lot of thought they do genuinely want to meet someone so like I wouldn't be ashamed of it or anything I thought it's a really interesting job like her job is to set people up on dates I think it's such a cool kind of life so she'd meet people in Dublin Cork Galway and she has different clinics around the place but isn't it be hard to pay the bills of that job though because like you get paid today you might not find a date for that f- fella for 12 months how um, do you pay the bills next week generally it'll be a lot quicker I was special <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way no 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 she'd be I know because like, I do know other people that have gone to her and, and found her brilliant and she does she does meet other or, you know like so, so she's doing it all over the country so you'd say I want a girl in Galway or whatever and she'd see who's on her books and stuff so as she's grown she's quicker but no I couldn't recommend her highly enough cause I don't really accept this thing that you're special either like I know, you know, I know. And you're kind of putting yourself down a little bit and I'm not trying to say it to boost you up or anything but you have 
an awful lot of great qualities. Oh. And I honestly don't accept this thing that like you're a bit special. Like, what what do you think is special? No, not, no, I'm not saying that I'm special, but it was this perception, I suppose, when I was doing that. And, you know, the other thing was and you alluded it to it before like that when people would look at my social media they make a judgement of me and yeah. there is all these attractive girls and as I've said like I go to all these all right, yeah. I get invited to the influencer events everyone's taking pictures that's it you know both people make a judgement on you they don't see me training with Ballinat Town or you know taking kickouts with Bonnie Conlon Juniors they see you at these glamorous events yeah. with these different type of people so that's only a tiny part of my life but people wouldn't give you a chance to make a decision that's like the night I went out in Galway with Kieran O'Malley and a load of beautiful models and lost 150 followers <laughs> in like two hours they were like look at that dick yeah and that's it like people make this perception of you <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the last time I'm going out in Galway with beautiful models that are four foot taller than me and the nicest people you'd ever meet in all your life that's actually really interesting because you, I expected to be really intimidated by them ladies and they were so down to earth and good crack it shocked me that night kind of surprised me a little bit see I am so used to them and they're just the most genuine people but like yeah. again they're very, very good at taking pictures. Mm. They're all absolutely stunning, but like, they're great crack. Like, like they, they walked into the restaurant and they said, where can we take a picture? Yeah. We walked into the restaurant and we said, what's on the specials? Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference. But that's how they work. Like, Katie Gagan is literally one of the most beautiful people oh you God. will ever meet, but could not meet a funnier girl. Like, she is hilarious. Yeah. So, like, they are... And now, because I know them for years, you're looking past that. You don't see them as really hot girls. You just see them as your mates that are messers, like. Do you not? <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> Come on for a few more nights. <clears throat> so in all, the date, the matchmaking experience was very positive. You enjoyed it? A hundred percent. Like, uh, Raid's an absolute lady, the girl that was is over it and organises it. And look, I went... Uh, it was a really positive experience. And then I ended up meeting an absolutely fabulous lady on a dating app afterwards. So anyways, enough about me, Alan. We have to ask, what was your worst date? Do you mind me asking first what app you met your... Hinge. Hinge? Yes. Hinge? Hinge. You sound... I was on 27 dating apps at one stage. Now that was all for 27? Yeah. I thought there was Tinder and Grinder. For whatever way you were shooting, and that was it. Oh no, there's loads. Like twenty seven, yeah, Kieran. Yeah, there couldn't be twenty seven dating apps in Ireland. I was signed up to twenty seven. It's one of those swingers dot com. We on that one? The there was a um, an affairs one that I was on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that's the one that got hacked. No. So, and I have to, I have to say now, this is all when I was on the radio every week talking about dating. <laughs> So there was one, there's a dating app, like, you know, farmers dating apps. There was one where you'd have your pet on it. And then if you matched, you liked their pet. And it was like no Tinder with pets. No way. There was one for bacon, avocado lovers. There's all these. Bacon? M- yeah. Like you put up pictures of bacon sandwiches. And so would they. There's the most obscure, random, stupid ones. I was signing up for all of these just to, <laughs> like I did a, a feature on it one week on the radio. Stop. But like there's mental ones. But yeah, Hinge. there was what's yeah. so Hinge is the new Tinder, is it? It's yeah. And like, what's the crack with that? What's different to Hinge to, than Tinder? It's line is the app that's made to be deleted. I don't know how it's different. It's, it's Do you another, say, swipe the photos again. Yeah. You match photos. Yeah. And you have comments on your photos and they can ask you kind of questions. But again it's it's fairly similar. But you have to match first. 
you, you can send a message and then if the girl invites you to start a conversation then you can talk yeah Bumble is another one are you on that? No I'm not on anything I'm on nothing but Bumble I know is the one the girl has to contact you yeah. first yeah I went on that nobody ever contacted me <laughs> that's a true story so I came off it again you need to give these a chance and I told everyone Bumble shit <laughs> That's crap. Don't go on that. That's a, that's a really bad app. So Hinge, you swipe and you match. Yeah. And the comments, are the comments public then? Can everyone see the oh, comments? Oh, no, no. It's all private conversations again. Right. Yeah, but you'd have just, yeah, it's, it's pictures and it's, look, it's all. Because people say, oh, Tinder's only for one thing. I had, a, I had a really, really nice experience and relationship from Tinder. Really, really good. But like, and especially nowadays, it's harder than ever to actually physically meet someone. So I think, you know, like obviously these are designed to be in bigger cities. And when you're in there, sort of Bunny Condon with a 5K radius, you're, you're going to struggle. Who's in your 5K? Nobody. There isn't even a house. Da- Daisy the cow. There isn't even a house within 5K of you. What are you at? So, you know, obviously uh, it suits in bigger cities. But right. yeah, no, the, ah, look, dating apps, I definitely wouldn't be too... Do you, to, them. do you have to pay for Hinge? No. No, it's just, it's another option. There's, I'm sure there's other ones out there I haven't checked recently. I was on this really bad date once. I was talking to this girl and we were talking over and back on Tinder years ago. I, I can't even remember. It was years and years and years ago. And going through all the usual random mundane questions. What do you do? Where are you from? Where do you work? All this sort of nonsense. And then we were going through that for about a week or two and then we agreed to meet up. But at no stage did I get her number. So it never went from Tinder to texting because I just don't know why. And at the time I was thinking, maybe she's just really cautious and she doesn't want people to have her number. And that's fine and I can appreciate that too. Then she was very uh, persistent that we met in a restaurant. And again, I was like, right, okay, it's not really my ideal first date, but I'll just go with it. So when I got to the restaurant and sat down and started chatting to her very quickly I realised that she knew exactly who I was she knew everything about me she knew like literally every single little detail about me for the last couple of months and she was stone cracked on one of my friends and knew everything he did (laughs) and was able to tell me everything he was up to and it got very strange very very quickly (laughs) and uh, I I just couldn't wait to get out of there Do you think this your current we call it almost famous will make it harder to meet someone now I haven't thought about it to be honest too busy with gin and that's probably why I was so busy with gin if, if I'm being honest about it because you're kind of afraid of thinking about yeah. uh, the future too much and do, do you, they have to like cookie the dog the dog which how could you not like cookie no, the dog I too. but like I suppose there's some people that are cat people and dog people but definitely you need to be a dog person no do you know what it is I find that I used to I used to do these sketches on Snapchat a lot and I was a bit of an idiot on Snapchat but again not really crossing the line but then when you meet somebody you find you tone it down a little bit not because they've asked you to or they have any problem with it but you don't really want to embarrass them do you find that? Yeah I know you would be when you're seeing someone you'd be very conscious even getting photos and stuff like that and you'd be at events and they'd be at home and you're like yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be fair on them. There's a lovely, there's a lovely bit of freedom at the minute where you can kind of, I can take the piss out of myself on Instagram, and I'm not worried about offending anyone. Yeah, because I'm just doing my own thing. Whereas when you're in a relationship, you're kind of worrying about what their friends might think, or what their friends might say. And again, I'm not saying I was ever in like I, the last long-term relationship I was in was absolutely fantastic, mm. and it, ne- it was never an issue, and it never even came up. But it would always be in the back of your mind. You'd always say, well, you don't want, you don't want people saying to her, 
And you're going, oh, that feckin' idiot. Do you know? <laughs> you don't need Instagram for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can out with that dick. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of that. So, it's what do you do, like? Because you, you don't want to stop being yourself. Like, Instagram is a real outlet for me. Yeah. It's a journey, and I suppose being single for a long time. My thing was always, I want someone that'll compliment, not complicate my mm. life yeah. so like you have to live a life that you're happy with and if someone else fits in you know you obviously you have to adapt in, in different ways but like you can't be unhappy in your life either and miss doing the things that you really enjoy doing yeah that's this week's podcast I hope you enjoyed it if you did enjoy it tell a friend if you didn't enjoy it tell nobody we're back again next week it's available where you get your uh, podcasts and you can follow me Alan Clark Official on Instagram and Kiernamali81 on Instagram lovely we'll talk to you next week bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch reviewing of our show homes, a brochure, or for more information. Let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build. Check out brbhomes.ie